3: And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing, This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest.
5: love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know
4: that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward
5: to getting on the air.
4: I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to math and magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Coin Bureau
6: podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. I think you know crypto is known as sort of a
7: wild west of finance, and I think we're now starting to see the the sunset of mm. the wild west uh, of, you know, of finance, and that, and that is crypto. Which. Again, we'll you know, create and promote new opportunities and we'll you know, be there to, to be a part of that. Um, but it's so interesting right now how uh, crypto is being a part of the, the, the financial world this yeah. year.
6: Welcome, everyone, to the Coin Bureau podcast. My name is Guy and... This guy's name is
8: Mad Mike Mooch.
6: We're very lucky to be joined by the Coin Bureau Podcast's first ever guests. We have Tom and Josh from Crypto Busy. Welcome! Thank Mike. you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Great to have you here.
7: Yeah, really, really enjoying it. So,
6: can you guys, uh, before we kick off, before we talk about all everything that's going on in crypto and the wider economy and all this blood in the streets that we're currently seeing, can you just uh, tell everyone a bit about what you guys do?
7: Sure. So, um, yeah, Crypto Busy, we've been around since uh, 2018. Uh, we started the channel in 2018, um, but we've been investing way before that uh, in Forex. And then we, we took the knowledge from the Forex world into crypto and we combined the two together. And um, we specialize in fundamentals and, and technicals um, and just creating content that we wish we'd had access to when we started out in, in crypto.
9: Yeah, I think that was the biggest thing is when we. Came into crypto around 2017, right before the big run-up. You know, we saw there was still a very high barrier to entry, and you know, despite the crypto market going up, we we found a lot of people were not being able to get into it because they you know they didn't know how to exchange or use wallets or anything like that. So we thought, you know, after it taking us months of learning through other people's videos, uh, you know, we thought there wasn't enough good quality content out there to provide that kind of tutorial aspect. So that's how we started, and then that kind of transitioned into you know covering the news, covering coins that we're buying, um, and I think a couple of our you know videos that kind of propelled us were um we, we were one of the first people to talk about like zilliqa v chain um and those were the videos that really blew up at the beginning uh when we bought them down at you know half a cent or whatever yeah and then uh you know they well xrp them. as well
7: that's another one since, since yeah. the beginning um it's the first cryptocurrency I ever invested in um and you know just seeing the uh, the solutions uh, to the problems that are out there at the moment with cross-border payments. I thought, yeah, definitely XRP is one up there for me with that one. But uh, yeah, definitely with VeChain and others as well. And in the end, just creating content that we just love. You know, We love looking at the old coins and the, the projects um, and then just seeing what we can provide in that. What, what's our take? Um, and just go from there, really. Yeah. yeah.
6: And yeah, I mean you guys are you guys are content creators and and traders as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah,
9: yeah. So I, I I still love trading forex, so it's still something I do daily. About well, 5 days that the market's open and uh that will always kind of be like the first love when it comes to <laughs> uh, it comes to trading. But uh, I I just exactly. find it I find it a lot easier to trade than crypto cuz I feel like, you know, you know, certain events will affect you you, on trading view, for example, you have uh, like these red flags or when you've got certain, you know, CPI reports and stuff like that coming out. So, you know, like not to trade those areas. Whereas with with Bitcoin, I feel like there's always one of those things going on. Bitcoin (laughs) could go anywhere. So it's a lot harder to trade. It's more like with Bitcoin, I'll do swing trading, which is, you know, I'll I'll buy old position trading. Whereas with Forex, it's very much like I'm in and out within a day or or two of my trades. So um, that's kind of just like a, like uh, guess side, yeah. come now.
7: For myself, you know, outside of crypto, it's uh, it's looking in the stocks, so investing in stock markets. But uh, with everything at the moment, you know, it's suddenly uh, taking a bit of a hit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. It's um. I mean, conditions out there, not just in crypto. I mean, we're gonna f- we're gonna focus kind of on crypto today. Yeah. Obviously, it's a crypto podcast. But yeah, I think that's an important thing to to lead off with, isn't it? And, and Mike, you and I have talked about this before in, in some of the previous episodes, haven't we? It's we're looking at, I mean, I'd say this is a kind of unprecedented global macro situation at the moment.
7: Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially what's going on at the moment. You've had yesterday on the day of recording, you know, de- yesterday, uh, yeah, Jerome Powell from the Federal Reserve raising interest rates by uh, 75 basis points. Um, and then also with the Bank of England as well recently um, announcing that they're going to go from 1% to 1.25%. So, there's certainly uh, an appetite from central banks across the world to um, restrict people's investing. They want more people to save their money than actually invest it. And coupled that with everything else that's going on in the world at the moment is sort of the perfect storm for where we are right now.
9: Yeah, I was going to say do you think that's enough? Do you think, like, plus. 0.25% 0.25 is enough to stop people investing. I have, I have a funny feeling. No, it's not going to be the no, case. Because I mean, no. when you see like the kind of gains you're going to get in, yeah. well, obviously not right now. But <laughs> when, when the markets do eventually reverse, you know, the, the, I, I still feel like 0.25 percent is not not incentivizing enough. enough I'd, for- I need to see like two or three yeah there are <laughs> many people calling for like you know we need to
7: raise it to you know five percent and all that sort of what happened in the 70s and 80s where i mm. mean um, you know, had very high interest rates we you know we've grown up in the world where we've had very low interest rates and so borrowing has been very easy to invest with um and so are we about to enter that type of you know, time or a period in time where we have very high interest rates potentially we don't know just yet but we're just waiting to see what happens with that but certainly by these interest rate hikes um it's it's a signal from central banks saying that you know we need to we need to look at the economy it's coming it's coming yeah it's coming <laughs> you know it's kind of
8: it's just teasing it in really isn't it yeah. it's, kind of, it's just it's sort of like a, a nice 2.5 and then yeah. uh and it's, and it's you know it's, so it's not you can't just Go full throttle, just a little bit (laughs) at a
6: time. Well, I mean, the the Fed and and other central banks. I mean, they have a really tough tough job on their hands, don't they? They do. They have to, they have to try and tame inflation. I mean, I I don't really think they've got any choice but to raise rates. It's how quickly they do it, and how quickly they can do it without the rest of the economy basically collapsing (laughs) into collapsing into flames. Yeah, Yeah, the 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 famous sort of soft landing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was
9: always inevitable wasn't it? after all this money printing that happened during COVID era. Um, mm. yeah, the pandemic clearly led to these. Well, that was unprecedented in itself. So, you know, it, it therefore leads to unprecedented circumstances like this. And I think It's surprising. I think it didn't even happen sooner. I think a lot of people thought we were going to quickly see the repercussions of this but two, three years down the line here we are and it's finally coming about. I think a lot of people thought that because it hadn't happened before then that it wasn't (laughs) going to happen. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I think it was inevitable to be honest. At this point, yeah, definitely. Definitely.
6: I I think mentally a lot of people have probably been kind of kicking the can down the road because i mean it didn't ta- you don't need to be uh, an economist to to look at times during the pandemic you know to look, when we saw all that money being printed all that money be flying around uh, you know 2020 2021 you you could tell that there was going to the, the bill was going to come in for this yes and i but i still think sort of mentally a lot of people have just gone it'll be okay yeah. we'll we'll deal with this and it's well it's now this is yeah. this is what we we're, we're, we're dealing with it now this yeah.
7: is. and that's what you've been seeing with, with this whole year since the, you know year to date at the moment with uh, you know since january until now i say even a bit last year as well actually with the downturn in the economy and the, and also in crypto at the moment they're pricing in the decisions and the events of what's happening right now um, and so we're yet to find out if we're going to see a negative GDP quarter, uh, or two in, in a row. We've already had one. Are we going to get two in a row? If we do get two in a row, Don't then mean, that's a it's natural, recession. Time. It's a recession. <laughs> and that's where you're going to be seeing the BBC, mainstream media say it's recession, it's recession, and that's going to put a lot of panic uh, to the masses. I mean, we're, we're seeing this first initially. You know, the, the Wall Street's seeing this first, and, and everyone else, but they're pricing in order it happens. So it's yeah. We're
8: I mean, well. it's interesting. I've been I've been kind of. Looking a lot into uh, recessions and, mm. and and it's kind of there's a, there seems to be a big fanfare whenever we go into one, yes, but no one really knows or it's, it's very sort of quiet when we it's kind of like an Irish goodbye <laughs> you know, when we come out of one yeah and and it's also it's kind of just they happen yeah do you know what I mean they so like they, they you know we've gone through a few in our lifetimes and it's it's not the end of the world, and I think that's kind of something that people also need to sort of understand it's not we're not going to be eating turnips and rats. I mean, it's going to be, it is just one of these things. Some businesses do need to go out of business. You know, some businesses, you know, and then that gives, you know, it's kind of like a forest fire. So sometimes it clears the forest and then the new shoots can arrive. So you can always look at it as an opportunity. And I, 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 just from doing more research and looking at, basically watching YouTube videos, (laughs) uh, it's kind of, it gives me a little bit more, hope and 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 and, you know because sometimes you go oh recession was i mean we just got no money but yeah it's not going to be the end of the world
7: no not at all um in in fact as you said as you rightly said you know it does weed out the weak um and it does offer an opportunity to build on from what we've seen i mean it's certainly over the past month and a bit with uh, the ust uh, situation and also celsius i'm sure we'll talk about that later on but uh, you know just what's been happening recently within crypto um is, is again weeding out what's what the bad stuff has happened and then we can build from that going forward
6: I mean this is very much the the fiat money cycle isn't it yeah. where it boom and bust as um as as has been referred to so many times in the past that's the, that's the phrase my dad likes yeah you know it's <laughs> and i mean for for better or worse this is this is the cycle that we go through and it's i wouldn't say it's regular as clockwork but it happens we have we have recessions The economy recovers. Everyone kind of forgets what happened. And then we all of a sudden we have another recession again. And I guess just what's been so extraordinary about the past couple of years is that I I think before 2020, there was I I remember there being a sense that we were due another recession. It was it was about time. And then, of course, COVID, the pandemic came along and just changed everything. Yeah. Which is which is, I guess. One of the most extraordinary, you know, what what is so extraordinary about the times that we're living in now? We've had this we've had this massive black swan. Yeah. 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 It's um, it really has it really has changed the game. But yeah, as you guys say, recession is is very much the kind of buzzword, especially in the mainstream media. Response. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I, don't, I think yeah. when that when that comes, then you can be seeing a lot of, yeah. a lot of panic. From that. I think
9: I think people just always compare it. They always look at 2008 and they think every recession is going to be as like monumentous as yeah. that. And they yeah. think 2008, because especially a lot of people in like you know our generation will will you know they they didn't necessarily live through 2008 when you know I was ten, so yeah. you know it didn't really have Why any gravity. Like keeping up with <laughs> Exactly, I'm <spot laughs> <idiot. laughs> <Come But>, one <laughs> Um But yeah, so I was like, you know, it would never really had any gravity on me. Obviously, no. it did my parents, but then now we get to this. This is my first proper like yeah. black swan where you're like, yeah. oh damn, there's actually repercussions in the world, and you're yeah. like, you're like obviously I've got really nothing to look back and compare it to but yeah. my parents and people like that will they'll, they'll look back on 2008 probably and be like could this be as bad
7: do you remember that scene have you watched margin call um, where they it's, 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 it's about a 2008 situation where they had to sell everything they off their books and it would cause sort of a meltdown within Wall Street
6: that's right at yeah. the
7: end of the film the guy the head guy of this hedge fund um, you know, he he listed off all the years, like since like the 1600s of like, you know, it's always been the case, there's, you know, in sort of 1987, 2001, 2000, like, it's always gonna be in whatever this turns out to be, where we're about to get into. So it's, it's very cyclical in that sense of where you, you, it's expected to happen, but the bull markets outweigh the bear markets. The bull markets last longer than the bear markets if you look on the actual figures themselves. And so that's the good news. And there's always that famous phrase of uh, time in the markets versus timing the markets. Yeah. And over a longer period of time, this is something we keep on saying here at Crypto Busy, is if you have that long-term perspective, it's gonna pay you in the long-term.
6: Mm. The only problem is, of course, that uh, Although the the bull markets are longer, they feel shorter. They, they do. They do. <laughs> they <It's> Like slumber. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we've been in this bear market. Depending on depending on uh, on who you believe, we've we've either been in this bear market for a little over a month or since last November. But yeah. wh- whichever whichever way it is, it it, it I'm already bored of it. <laughs> yeah. I've already yeah. had enough. I already yeah. wish it was over. But yeah. uh, it, it. it certainly feels long.
8: Um, what one one thing is? Is this the first sort of recession? that we've had with crypto really i mean yeah that's the th- so that's the interesting thing here and it's the, that's the kind of like okay cool how obviously it's tied to fiat but how much is it tied to fiat and like should it be
9: yeah, I think it's gotten progressively more tied to um, traditional assets, which I think a lot of people are annoyed about because obviously the whole point of yeah. Bitcoin originally was to be super decentralized, mm. not have, um, you know, a kind of a pull on other other asset classes. But now you see, you know, it moves quite similarly to gold sometimes. And then you've got the fact that the stock market crashing has led to Bitcoin crashing. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a little bit annoying that it does move, but then there's also you know ties to that. If the general economy um, you know reverses and goes up again, then hopefully you'll see Bitcoin rise with that. And you know I think at some point it was always going to happen that it was going it, to. It's an asset, and with enough institutional money getting put into it, it's going to behave like the rest of the asset classes that have all this huge money in it. I think it was. Maybe an oversight to think that it was going to completely move on its own always mm.
7: so bitcoin itself i mean it, it was created part of it the reason why it's was created was because of the financial crash in 2008. Yeah, that, that,
8: the the first yeah. sort of the the wall street journal was it or the new york times yeah uh, oh uh, in the first block yeah on the first oh block. yeah that was yeah. yeah that was the
6: the, the london times so yeah the london chancellor times. on the brink of second bailout for banks yeah. And, yeah. and they
7: cited you know saying the quantitative easing pumping money into the markets it's everything like that, and so now we're about to enter. Bitcoin's yeah. about to enter its first recession. How is it going to yeah. behave? This is going to be the super interesting time when we look back. Like, is it going to be the, the the fight or flight yeah. for Bitcoin? Yeah.
9: Yeah.
6: Bitcoin's well, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies Bitcoin and crypto. not only not only their first recession, but also their first high rates environment. Yeah, um, definitely. And I mean, yeah, it's it was interesting, wasn't it? Yesterday's yesterday's rate hike from the Fed, this zero point seven five percent, which on the face of it doesn't sound like much, no, but course. I mean it is. That's the highest rate hike since nineteen ninety-four. Yeah. So I mean you guys weren't even born there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my word. Um so yeah, it's 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 an extraordinary time for for the world, for the for the wider economy, and it's a a really interesting time for for crypto yeah. and and Bitcoin in particular. So yeah. let's Let's talk about some of these crypto specific things that are that have been that have been in the news the last few days now we we've kind of it feels like we we've only just started kind of moving past the the terror crash of a few weeks ago which yeah. was which was pretty traumatic yeah. um, It felt a little bit like okay, we're still kind of feeling the effects of that, but we are moving past it, but unfortunately, there are other there are other, you know, worrying developments in crypto which have, which have popped up in the last few days. And so I think the first one to talk about is it has to be Celsius, doesn't it? This, yeah. um, uh, now, uh, for those unfamiliar with uh, Celsius, but, uh, Celsius is basically a cryptocurrency lending and borrowing platform. And I've got some stats here. It, it had $12 billion in assets under management and 1.7 million users. And I've seen it referred to, especially in the in the mainstream media, as a kind of crypto bank, right. which is i don't know i I guess that's perhaps the easiest way to think of it. Um, basically, what people did uh, what people are able to do is to uh, put their bank you know deposit their crypto assets and also some fiat assets as well with Celsius and earn pretty decent, very competitive rates of interest yeah. on them and the way that celsius did this the way that celsius is able to offer these huge returns to its customers is it is lending out behind the scenes as well at higher rates of interest and it le- it lends out to to other companies within the crypto space so maybe crypto exchanges you know other platforms things like that charges them a higher rate of interest and then it takes the difference between that and what it gives to its customers now as i say 1.7 million users that's that's pretty popular That's a lot of our assets under management um have 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 any of you guys used celsius at all of any or, no, I haven't. No, no i haven't but then
7: uh, again what's happened recently with this i mean you know seeing the situation with celsius at the moment i mean they've paused withdrawals for over 72 hours now yeah which is crazy um you it's know it good. feels like imagine if a bank did that I, <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's what i was just thinking you know? i was like that would We've, yeah
8: you've had it We're like we had northern rock yeah Back, yeah. Was it 2007, 2008? 2000, it, yeah, it was kind of like, okay, no more cash, guys. Yeah, literally.
6: <laughs> I mean, it's a similar situation, isn't it? It's a, a, Because as, as the crypto market, as crypto prices have declined, people have looked at their Celsius account and gone, oh my word, this looks a bit dicey. I think I'm gonna either sell, there's been obviously a yeah, lot of selling going on. Is. I think a lot of people as well um have been taking assets off platforms like Celsius and off crypto exchanges as well in order to self custody them. Yeah, right. You know, to keep them keep them yeah. safe. Which I you know, is, is a perfectly yeah. sensible, reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Uh,
8: and spook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well it is
6: yeah it is contagious because as soon as you know and and you I, I don't know like you guys must find this as well certainly in in my position in in what we do at Coin Bureau we have to be very careful about in situations like this because you don't want to say all oh, right everyone take your money off off of Celsius straight no. away it, it looks dodgy you know because you know you can't be you can't be 100% sure of the situation especially and you would hate its, to be
8: you know uh, cause of, of, yeah. Uh, of well execution. yeah you Just know
6: you have to be careful about throwing about throwing fuel on a fire you know without yeah. without giving the platform itself you know time to get these sort of yeah. things under control so it is a kind of tricky situation for everyone to be Definitely. in um, but yeah we've basically had crypto equivalent of a bank run the last few days and yeah
7: yeah it's it's been it's been very interesting in the past i mean what is is this this is the 16th of june we uh you know when we're at the coin bureau conference in may ah yes um you know you asked a question about uh, what's the situation, what's the, the 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 health of the crypto market at the moment, and um, I remember we were talking about that right now. It is a, it forces outside of the crypto space that so is affecting crypto at the moment, and then a few days afterwards, you had the UST meltdown with yeah. the, the Terra Luna situation, and then on, and then as you said, you know, we've we've just gone past that sort of. That, that, that punch into the market. And now we're seeing Celsius. Um, and so this is, again, another situation yeah. of something within crypto that's affecting yeah. crypto.
9: I think yeah. one thing I saw, um, you know, Kevin O'Leary from yeah. Shark Tank, he said uh, the bottom will come when we have a panic event. Uh, and he said every market bottom requires a panic event to happen before we can like signify it. Yeah. And uh, I think I think it's an interesting thing to think about. Um, but then when you think about crypto, for like everything's a panic event. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it's Don't really what panic. what defines that. Because obviously with the with the pandemic time, you saw that big spike down, like one big red candle. And then it like, you know, you saw a lot of buying pressure from that $3,000 range. Uh, but we haven't really seen anything comparable to that yet. And, you know, the, the thing I keep saying is, Everyone is comparing this time around to the last two or three bottoms, but yeah. the problem is it's such a small sample size that mm. who says that it's ever going to happen like that again. Yeah. Um, so that's why as a trader, and this is why I always prefer trading over investing, You know, it's harder to do, it takes a longer time to master, but it's one of those things that you can make money on the way up and on the way down. You know, If, if I feel the market's going down, I'm going to short it. If I feel the market's going up, I'm going to buy it. So. I think it's always useful to to at least take a look at the market from an objective standpoint i think that's where trading has really benefited me is i can look at it and think yes i've got lots of money invested in crypto and i want it to go up but I'm not going to sit here and feed Sorry. myself hopium thinking. Removed from it emotionally. Exactly. Horribly. But yeah, that's the biggest thing in traders. You've got to just accept, you know, your, the, in terms of Forex, for example, um, you know, the best Forex traders in the world will have a 40 or 50% win rate on their trades. You know, everyone thinks the best traders are going to be winning every trade. Or as long as your risk to reward ratio is good and your risk management's good, you can make a lot of money by winning 30% of the time. So it's kind of, you have to accept you're going to lose. Um, and I think that's, that's where it really, pays itself in, in crypto you've got to think Look, there's going to be times where I'm down on my money but if you have that overarching fundamental view of I believe in it in the same way you believe in a stock and the same way you believe in anything else yeah. well then why would you sell at such a low price I think unless unless obviously you need the money right now to pay your rent or something that's fair enough but yeah if, if you don't need the money right now then why are you selling at yeah, such sure. a low price in my yeah. opinion
6: yeah Yeah, it's I mean, I guess sort of coming back to coming back to Celsius, part of the part of the problem, I think, has been, you know, that people people really trusted the platform. And I think with good reason as well, because, I mean, when I was when I was looking into it for a video we've just done, Celsius has some serious institutional backing. You know, this wasn't this wasn't a case of a sort of, you know, upstart upstart platform just kind of, you know, just figuring out figuring out things as it went along. You know, this is a well-backed, supposedly well-collateralized platform, or yeah. at least we thought so. I mean, at least there was one Canadian government pension fund, yeah, that's which, you wow. know, had exposure to Celsius. I mean, you know, we're going to talk about, I think, kind of wider market contagion a little later on. Yeah. But I mean, this is one of the things that makes this makes this current situation with Celsius sort of all the more worrying. You know, it, this isn't this isn't some sort of shady DeFi protocol that you know not many people know about. This is a big, well-respected. It was one of the you know biggest brands, I guess, yeah. in crypto. And I mean, we, we we talk about it in the past tense. I mean, Celsius is still you know it it's hanging on in there. But as you say, Tom, withdrawals have now been paused for for three days. Um, funnily enough, Alex Majinski, who is the founder of Celsius, who's again, like crypto is just full of these very charismatic people, isn't he? He's very yeah, yes. charismatic, <laughs> very clever people. Alex mazinski is, is, is a prime example of that. Uh, he tweeted out earlier today, um, Celsius Network team is working nonstop. We're focused on your concerns and thankful to have heard from so many. To see you come together is a clear sign our community is the strongest in the world. This is a difficult moment. Your patience and support mean the world to
0: us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. W- Give withdraw- me my money. Well, yeah. <laughs>
6: with- withdrawals are still paused. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I-, I think what's going to come out of this, I mean, exactly what's happened with the Terra situation, and then also on top of this, what's happening with Celsius right now, is you can. Going- this is the the fuel for the regulation that will come this year and next yeah. year yeah. and the year after that. And it's to protect investors at the end of the day. Yes, it will kill some of the innovation. But with that, with the regulation, and I, I advocate for not regulation for the sake of regulation, because that well, is just, it's just wrong and stupid. You need to have regulation that, again, protects people's sort of a, a barrier on the on the motorway, on the highway to stop the drunk drivers, you know, going off and everything like that. So I would say with that, with the regulation that would come from the situation we're seeing right now is uh, the institutions that have missed out on the previous uh, cycle, on the previous run, that really want to get involved, but they're worried about, you know, are, are we being compliant? Are we being legal? They will see that green light from regulators and say, okay, we're now ready to get in. And that's where you're going to be seeing potentially a spot ETF Bitcoin, you know, for Bitcoin. Yeah. And, others, and, and similar to that as well. Um, and that's where you can be seeing billions, if not trillions of dollars yeah. going into the market. But um, that's sort of the good side of it. The bad side right now is, is what's happened with, again, with Celsius and, and
9: everything. Yeah, I was going to say, did you see the price of it, guys? Like when it, when it went down and then it just, like, pumped, like, right back up. Yeah, it pumped. The, the, like, yeah. Is this the sell the token? Yeah. Sell yeah. yeah. token literally went, I can't remember the exact price off the top of my head, but went down to, like, 30, 20 cents or something. And then yeah. it pumped right back up to 60. That's, like, yeah. and then I, I don't know what it is right now. If it's pumped up, it will have gone down. But it was it was weird, the fact that I, th- I think it's very similar to what happened with the whole UST thing. It, like, it depegged, It went down to, like... 93 cent or something mm. and it pumped back up to 98 the next day yeah and then we saw the collapsed so yeah. it's kind of like is this the uh the beginning of the end i don't know but it, it i think with obviously with celsius there's, there's more to it than the UST. usd was just an algorithmic stable coin that went wrong whereas celsius there's there's a lot more to it like you said it's got all this backing as well as having um you know it, it's more of an exchange type thing so i think it'll probably as long as they can recommence everything and not have been liquidated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw something that said the liquidation price is now $14,000 Bitcoin. Um, yeah. so they've moved that down. Yeah, because yeah, it, so it, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, a lot higher. So now it's kind of like. It kind of scares me a bit that they have that price you can view because then what if th- the closer it gets to fourteen k, the more people are getting are going to just sell the but token. At the and same get time, they, they keep on moving the goalposts. Yeah, are
7: sixteen k, now we're going fourteen k. Yeah, ten k now. Like, oh dear.
6: Yeah, that, so. What I mean, all the stuff happening behind the scenes to try and to try and keep this show. Oh, it must load. be crazy. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. I
9: wouldn't want to be in that office yeah. right now. God,
6: yeah. It's. Um, I mean basically to to sort of break this celsius thing down because i mean we can you know, we could talk all episode about celsius yeah, cool, and sure. the potential fallout but i think essentially what's happened is it's got this liquidity crisis the, the the market forces have have caused people to try and withdraw their withdraw their holdings from celsius celsius is obviously duty bound to honor those withdrawals um, but the problem seems to have been that celsius Doesn't hasn't really looked after its money very well.
8: No, no, that's the problem. I think it's important to say that this is not something that is just, you know, this is not. This happens to banks yeah all the time this is yeah. what
6: we found in 2008 <laughs> yeah and unfortunately celsius seems to have been making sort of similar mistakes i yeah. mean there were there were a, celsius has lo, celsius lost a lot of money in terra we I'm, I, I don't think we know quite how much but <laughs> a lot it was a lot it, yeah. and i mean it lost it lost tens of millions there was a hack uh, there was a hack last year the um the badgerdao hack wasn't it it lost yeah. uh, fifty fifty million 50 yeah. million plus in yeah. that um the, uh, 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 the stake um, stakehound uh, lost the private keys to about 35,000 eth it that Celsius uh, had with them. so I mean that's that's tens of millions as yeah. well.
9: I, yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like it's with crypto in general it's high risk high reward and you know you want to invest in the high risk stuff to get the high rewards and that's all well and good until you're managing other people's money. Yeah. Mm. That's when you can't be doing that because the people that are trusting you with their money, they're not necessarily looking for 200% returns. They're just looking for that consistent beat the bank outcome. Um, you yeah. know, especially with the VCs investing, and I know we'll get onto the, the three hours capital thing later. But um, you know, you've got these big, big people investing multi, multi, multi millions, if not you know billions, mm. expecting oh let's just get the same as the stock market. Let's just get a five, six percent return a year. Yeah. I'll be more than happy with that. Um, you know, you'll get a lot of powerful people that'll pay you a lot of money if you can. Generate a ten or yeah. like eight to ten percent yield of the year guaranteed, yeah. um, and so that's where it's kind of like, well, why are you trying to risk everything to get mm. these higher, higher um, yields? I mean, I get it, high risk for higher reward, but you can't be doing that with other people's money. It's just yeah. as a big company, you have yeah. so much responsibility, and you're about one point seven billion users. It's just unethical in that sense, I think.
6: And I mean, as yeah. we saw with with Terra and UST, you know, I mean, Alex, if you look at Alex Majinsky's, um Twitter account and obviously read out that tweet that he sent earlier. I mean, the replies to that, there are some very angry people out there. But I mean, the, the over the overwhelming thing that you see, the overarching thing, is just the the desperation of a lot of people. I mean, mm. yeah. a lot of people, a lot of ordinary people are losing it's, a truckload of money. It's crazy. It's I mean,
9: yeah, some of the stories I saw on the UST. because you know, I was personally involved with the UST situation as well. But I, um, you know, I was reading the, the tweets underneath uh, Do Kwan's posts, right, or Tara's posts. Yeah. And they were saying like, you know, my, I'm pregnant. My husband's put our last savings in. Uh, from, I, we sold our house and put it all into into Luna, mm. um, and our our 200k is now worth three dollars. And it's just like, the it's crazy that you know these people are never most likely gonna get their money back, and they've got to live with a situation that money they've worked their whole life for could have just been gone in an instant. And there's no repercussion. That's the worst part. I mean, obviously, I know I'm tied to it a bit emotionally as well because I lost money in it but I know that it's it seems like apart from a crappy airdrop there's got to be something more that the, these people had to be held to you know they can't just be able to to do that and then be like yeah we're starting Luna 2.0 let's let let's go
7: yeah exactly that's what that, and that was the uh, when I saw that I was like how how can you just go straight from oh, okay that project failed so we're going to create a new one exactly so with so the same, same name with
9: the, the same with name. 2.0 yeah. first it's, it's like right. BitConnect 2.0 no, yeah. that went well didn't it yeah. <laughs>
6: Soz. Yeah, it's alright yeah. this, this is the sequel it's fine uh, yeah, exactly this it? is the oh,
9: better sequel yeah when are the sequels ever better than the original to be fair there's a couple a <laughs> yeah. Couple.
6: So, yeah. So, I mean, just to round this, round this uh, chat about Celsius off. I mean, as, as we say, h- here we are, 16th of June. This is still very much, a, you know, the situation is is very much developing. We have to hope that Celsius can address these liquidity yeah. issues. I really hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, special. you know, it, the, it, it is looking to offload. A lot of its assets there's talk of uh, Nexo which is a, a, a rival platform basically you know very similar there's talk of that maybe taking it taking it over um, yeah. obviously the worst the absolute worst case scenario for Celsius is bankruptcy yeah, yeah. because yeah. in that situation those holding the, basically the users Everything. are going to be left out of yeah. pocket and if we c- I think we need to avoid that at all costs yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean we just celsius is now actually with um in talks with restructuring lawyers so okay yeah celsius was, 2.0 again. Celsius <laughs> two again. oh. My oh God. so yeah it's it's going to develop a lot in the next in the next few days and weeks yeah and it'll be interesting we can uh, yeah we can only really hope that um that we get that its users get a good outcome and yeah. um the one thing I did notice actually going back to that Alex Majinski tweet uh, there's you know there's now a, a lot of his other tweets have been right. unearthed and I mean I'm I'm not going to draw too close a comparison to Do Kwan here because I think there is I, I think there is a, a lot of difference yeah. between the two but, he was wild yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know there are there are I tweets don't listen from, to poor people or <laughs> yeah <laughs>
9: he was crazy
6: Alex Majinski hasn't been nearly that bad but you know that th- some tweets have
8: sort of had but when you have, when you when you have an incident like this you 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 do you know you're under more scrutiny
6: yeah oh, well i good. mean he's pushed back you know he's been pushing back fairly hard in the, in in the days leading up to this uh, against you know against people who were who were questioning Celsius and like I say not nearly as bad as Do Kwon but it it it's nonetheless an interesting parallel isn't it You have this very charismatic yeah. founder you have doubts about this platform that so many people are invested in and so many people see as a sure thing yeah. and and then this this founder kind of hits back and you know really kind of goes for the jugular and next thing you know it's all it's yeah all it's just down.
9: that was like I don't know if you saw um. If you're following the tweets of Doquan through the uh, ust situation but there's a there's a lot of parallels people are drawing now to Justin Sun with the usdd um because there was one tweet in particular which it just i mean it's one of those things where if you don't if you don't laugh you cry but it's just um you see the, them side by side and you saw uh what was it the, when ust went down to like 92 cent um Do put out a tweet saying like steady lads I'm deploying more capital oh yeah and everyone's like oh, okay cool so cool. we're gonna be okay and that pumped up so like 95 cent and then and then obviously we saw the big collapse and uh, obviously USDD's dipped de- recently and it's still around 96 97 cents and uh, yesterday Justin some a tweet being like steady lads deploying more capital oh, no. <laughs> and everyone all the comments are like do one 2.0 and usdd is is that also um, algorithmic algorithmic point? Well. yeah it's, it's they should have just given up with them stable. by now yeah
8: but it's it's a weird one that because if you put yourself in in that person's position mm. they they like, investment in a lot of it is on confidence and stuff like that and you know it's it, you know if you you can't go
9: oh no It makes We're sense. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. yeah. You I, don't, I don't blame like you, you've doing. got no, you've no, got no, an no.
8: obligation to to yeah, try and definitely. fight to the last minute to try and salvage it definitely. So i get it i get it yeah i get it, yeah. I get
9: it. it's just uh it's just yeah word it's i just think there was, there was also like <laughs> a huge lack of transparency with the ust situation is they they yes you got to put on a brave face but i think you, you do have to be transparent about things as well mm. and that it wasn't until the last kind of dying breath where they were like oh yeah and luna guard foundation sold like you know 20 billion away yeah, was, of, it, was, no, like three Do three Kwan, three billion Do Do was, yeah.
7: cashed out like a few months before i
9: don't know if he did i don't know if that's like true or not awesome. but but i just saw yeah obviously um luna guard foundation just literally um tried to they'd sold 3.1 wow. 3. out of their 3.2 billion reserves to try and push the price back and it did absolutely nothing apart from lower the price of bitcoin so now everyone just hates them yeah <laughs> there's yeah,
6: yeah. there's a great book in all of this somewhere isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, um, yeah I'm gonna write it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay guys before we before we move on and talk about three hours capital and US double D and all that sort of stuff shall we take a quick break because it's it. It absolutely boring. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> all right see you in just a minute
2: this is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
4: your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest.
5: Love the connection to people. I think at the core...
6: 2 we are we've stepped outside for a little bit the 2.0 the 2.0 <laughs> 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 the better the better part the celsius <laughs> got too <laughs> high <laughs> so uh we mentioned a couple of times when we were talking about celsius uh three arrows capital yeah. came up as well um now this is kind of this is the latest the latest issue in crypto which has blown up in just the last couple of days although a bit similar to Celsius rumours have been kind of floating around a bit for a little while but yeah. again you know it's one of these things you you have to be so careful with rumours don't you otherwise oh, yeah. you know so Yeah, three hours capital. Um, For those who don't know, a massive crypto VC fund, uh, around $10 billion in assets under management. Uh, It is invested in lots of crypto companies and projects. In fact, I think we've got a, a little... Uh, a grab from their own website, actually, um, from their select investments, and I mean, looking at that, you know, base layer, they're invested in wow. Avalanche, lot Ethereum, of Kusama, Mina, Near Protocol, Polkadot, Solana, Terra. Terra,
9: <laughs> oh. yeah, you gotta um, love that.
7: A, lo- a lot of a lot of these projects are down
9: a lot. I yeah. mean, Terra, that that's the one that really um, I mean, we got stands involved out. in Ardana at uh, uh, like pre-sale price. I'm pretty sure we are break even. Yeah.
6: Ardana that is uh, that's the um, the decks on Cardano, isn't it?
7: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you know Polkadot, Solana, uh, Ethereum, all of these ones are Kusama. Yeah, they're, they're down a lot at the moment. And so, um, down a lot. yeah, I can understand that at the moment. They're, they're probably uh, feeling going. the pinch at the moment. It yeah. just keeps on going with the amount of people that they're exposed to at, at this point. Yeah. Okay. It's
6: it's so 3AC and I mean it, it's one of those it, it's one of those well-known names in crypto isn't it and whenever yeah. you hear about a project raising a huge amount of money it's all you know 3 Arrows Capital is is more often than not one yeah. of those one of those VCs that has, yeah. that has, that has gone in. So 3 Arrows Capital is unfortunately facing uh, a fairly hefty I think it's a liquidity price uh, crisis as well isn't it. Yeah. Um and it had heavy exposure to terror. So, you know, that the, the the ripples from this terror explosion. continue. Yeah. Domino. To, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. There is a real sense of a kind of domino effect going on to some degree, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and also, as we said, the, uh, it was a lot of Alt-Layer 1s, so Avalanche. I mean, Avalanche has, has really suffered in the, uh, yeah. in, in the past few weeks as well. Yeah. So that, you know, it's, it, it's had some, posted some big losses. Oh, yeah. a- Avalanche, is, is, you might remember, Mike, one of these alternate Layer 1s, yeah, so yeah. Ethereum rival. And the other, uh, the other exposure that uh, 3AC had, and I want to talk about this a little bit, is, is to STETH. And this kind of t- ties in with Celsius as well. So for those, for those listening, for those who haven't heard of this, STE is basically staked Ethereum. So I think we're all sort of pretty familiar with the concept of, uh, of staking. The problem is when you stake uh, cryptocurrencies, that means they're, they're not very liquid. They're, they're locked up for you know for it can be quite a long period of time and a lot of people want to be able to stake but also be able to trade at the same time and this is what staked eth is and a lot of eth is now staked through a platform called Lido Finance yeah and yeah. this is a big project you know this is a top 30 project on on CMC so when you stake your eth on Lido Finance you're given essentially a a receipt token and this is called steth yeah and now i think that the 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 kind of the perception is that ste is a sort of is something like an eth stablecoin in that it's you know it generally tracks the price of of eth and this isn't entirely true i mean steth is basically a receipt for you know for future eth when ethereum has fully transitioned to to proof of proof of stake which yeah you know it's going to happen sort of 20 2060 or, or thereabouts? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So right this century. <laughs> um, sometime this century, we hope. So, uh, And one of the big problems that's happened recently is that STETH has not been tracking the actual price of ETH. I mean, ETH itself has been tumbling. Uh, <laughs> <Yes. a laughs> it's a, <laughs> a bit of an understatement, along with everything else. But STETH, uh, its price is now actually lower than actual ETH. And this has caused some, you know, some big liquidity problems uh, for the likes of 3AC and, of course, Celsius as well. So that exposure has has left um, has left uh, these companies kind of facing facing problems. And it, it, it all ties into that wonderful Warren Buffett quote, isn't it? It's when the tide goes out, you see who's been swimming next year. Yeah, and there's another one. Uh,
7: uh, I'm greedy when others are fearful, and I'm fearful when others are are greedy. Yeah. Um, and we could be seeing you know, some more situations like this. I mean, this is. I don't think this will be the last uh, within crypto scenario. Um, that is not good for crypto um, for this year. You know, the, I'm sure there'll be other events. Are there occasions where there'll be other companies, cryptocurrencies, that, occasions. Will, yeah, occasions, <laughs> occasions, um, that uh, affect people's perception of crypto? Yeah. But you, you touched on something earlier, Mike, about how people from TradFi like to complain about crypto, saying we, we, we don't know how to it's handle our money. It's the, but same, it's the same thing. Same, yeah. As you mentioned with Northern Rock, you know it, it's you're going to get this all the time. Yeah. If, Lehman Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know.
8: Like, like, <laughs> so we had a friend. Yeah. uh was he had his first day at Lehman Brothers. Oh yeah, I remember. The what? day they basically. Oh my god! <laughs> like, it's yeah. so easy to, oh god! You know, uh, that's unfortunate. Cambridge, Cambridge uh graduate. Yeah, that's tough. First day at work, rocked up. Yeah, we're done. Everyone's leaving with yeah. all their possessions and the boxes out and everything. What can I do? You can pack this box. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah, situations
7: like that, I think, would, would be uh, more common in the future. But again, with the regulation, hopefully, there'll be more people
8: protected from that. But is it going to be the same regulation that <laughs> is is on the? It's, yeah. it's who like you know the, the regulation that uh, the that the banks have is, is has it yeah. changed much? Uh, yeah.
7: Well, I I, I hope so. I, I you know again, what happened was, there was the bailout of the banks, so they knew yeah. what they were doing. They knew they were overborrowing, and they knew that they we're going to get bailed out. Are we going to be seeing a situation like that yeah. in the future? I,
9: Potentially, Yeah, I think repercussions is the biggest thing that needs to happen for these these companies because we'll, with no repercussions, then what is to stop There's them, no, yeah. them over leveraging on other people's money? You know, if they knew, oh, if we do this and, you know, we, we end up going to zero, then we're going to be investigated. we might go to jail, this, that, the other, whatever then they're not going to do it, or at least less people will do it. Um, and
7: that's a super interesting point there, because I think, you know, crypto is known as sort of a wild west exactly. of finance. And I think we're now starting to see the, the sunset of mm. the wild west uh, of, you know, of finance, and that, and that is crypto, which, again, will cr- you know, create and promote new opportunities, and we'll you know, be there to, to be a part of that. Um, but it's so interesting right now how uh, crypto is being a part of the, 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 the financial world this yeah. year
6: it's feeling it's feeling the same forces isn't it yeah. it's uh, yeah and i mean again as with celsius it seems like uh, 3ac has basically been taking on too much risk yeah you know it hasn't been it hasn't been looking after these assets responsibly enough and it's now getting margin calls and actually i mean i was looking uh, i was looking through twitter and 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 the crypto news in general this morning and seeing quite a few reports that counterparties of 3ac you know people who have their money you know who 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 have money with 3 hours capital are not able to get in touch with them are basically being ghosted yeah right that's at the moment. you know calls aren't being answered emails you know aren't being read yeah. and all this sort of stuff that's so bad and yeah you know people are wondering where their money is yeah it
9: reminds me of um you know with the whole uh, 2008 with that have you seen the big shot yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like um when uh, michael Burry is he is like not replying to any of those emails and he's like not taking any of the calls when he's like keeping everyone's money in yeah yeah he's <laughs> like I'm, I'm keeping you in exactly yeah and things. then you getting yeah. like ding 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 on the yeah. emails yeah it's that you like that <laughs> they're getting all these calls they're like yeah we're just gonna shh. yeah <laughs> hopefully it pays out like it did for him but i don't i don't know if it will this time, yeah, but. Yeah. 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 Crypto needs to have a quick reversal for that to happen. I, yeah.
6: I, I think, you know, there's nothing worse when a situation like this is happening, when people's when people's money is on the line. It's and, out of your control. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean it's beyond you know it's beyond virtually everyone's control. But a situation like that is only made worse when those involved, you know, those those who are having to somehow try and right the ship basically go dark. And I don't think there's any excuse for that no, in, not all. In, in this age. I mean, y- y- you see people sort of saying, oh, well, it's it's heads down. It's all hands to the pump. We haven't got time to, you know. It's, yes, you've got to make time to, to try and reassure the yes, community. It's not about giving them false hope. It's about keeping them informed. It's, yeah. about, it's about taking five minutes to write a tweet saying, look, we are working on this. We're Literally. doing everything we can. Yeah. Because I think silence is the absolute you know, it's yeah, the last thing anyone yeah, wants. It's a killer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, three hours capital. That situation is is something we could talk about a lot more. But I think as we record this, again, it's a developing situation. It yeah. will have changed a lot by tomorrow. By the time, perhaps, even this episode goes out. So. For anyone listening, I think yeah, the, these are two companies. Uh, if you if you want a if you want a good idea of what's going on in crypto at the moment and and why there is so much red across the board, um, th- those are those are two of the big sort of For big sure. worries, yeah. big yeah. Uh, weights on the crypto market at the moment. I should say actually, weirdly enough, um, on the back of this rate hike that we saw yesterday, the markets are actually looking a little bit better. bit of a relief rally. Maybe. Yeah, but
7: a bit of a relief. I think, again, with, you know, sort of pricing in the decisions of being made about the interest rates, um, you know, pricing in that you know, it's going to be raised by 75 basis points. And so a bit of a relief there. Yeah. Um, could we be seeing a bit of a summer rally? Potentially. Yeah. But, uh, I don't you know. Yeah. It's, it's, we'll, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear in the
9: market. Yeah. At the
6: moment, I sure. mean, could we be seeing a, it, it? Could it be a dead cat bounce as well? Yeah,
9: yeah. Mostly, yeah. it has been. It's yeah. usually a bull trap. Yeah. Um, but no, for me, I'm not even considering that it's a bull market again until we, we oh, no. go above 33, 34,000 yeah. that's not even a market. that's just a Confirm a potential reversal, yeah, uh, just based on charts and stuff. But we've yeah. definitely
6: got a long way to go. Oh yeah, it's time. um, yeah, it's again really interesting because I think a lot of people were expecting. Uh, we were all kind of, uh, well, I don't know about you, Mike, but <laughs> <laughs> we were all kind of glued. the uh, The announcement came yesterday evening here in the UK about 7 p.m. UK time about the interest rate hike, and everyone was sort of mm. you know, on tenterhooks. Like, oh, is it going to be 50 basis points or yeah. 75 basis points? I can with-? tell
8: you now, I, I wasn't. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Are you, what, what is this episode eighteen? And you're still not you're still not on on board. With
8: no, I'm right? on board. But I, I, you know, I meet up with you once a week, and I get my. my <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not stressing by looking at it. It's like it's it's done. Yeah, yeah. Very that's true. that's a good attitude to have. It's like it's yeah. you know it's it's, it's fine. Yeah. Look. The people who hold my my, my crypto probably on calls anyway. So.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's I think there's a lot of sense there, Mike. I think don't yeah, don't do anything. Um, yeah, so Celsius, Three Hours Capital. Um, you guys also touched on this briefly as well. Is is the issue of perhaps US double D depegging? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll quickly explain what US double D is to those to those unaware. So US double D is uh, another. Algorithmic stablecoin,
1: yeah, <laughs> oh like
6: yeah. Terra's UST, and we all know how that, that went. Uh, that ended. Um, yeah. So it. this was. <laughs> <laughs> so this was all. Yeah, uh, this USDD sort of came about. This is the Tron ecosystem stablecoin, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Tron being uh, another another layer one blockchain. Uh, run by, sort of overseen by Justin Sun, or as I think we have to call him, His Excellency Justin Sun. I'm really it. Your Highness, I think it was. Highness oh, is it Your <laughs> Highness? I don't know. It could have been Excellency. <laughs> My Liege. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, for he has some. He has some title in the. Is it the Virgin
8: Islands or something? Oh, I've got one of them. I'm a lord in somewhere. In oh yeah, I'm a mean, lord. You got a plot of land? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, I've got that too. No, but you yeah, I bought. I bought, It was a Groupon. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs>
6: well, Justin's son, I think, has bought a very expensive Groupon. Okay. Uh, which makes him uh, his excellency, Justin's son. Anyhow, we shouldn't t- we shouldn't um work too much, much on him, but yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> we shouldn't say too much. Don't take the lord's his, name his, him, his excellency. <laughs> <laughs> um, so USWD, yeah, th- there is there are some concerns that it could lose its dollar peg and i mean it is but, a few yeah. cents below that peg at the moment uh and this has got a few people worried because obviously the last time we saw a, uh, an algorithmic stablecoin lose its peg yeah it went down very quickly that was yeah it's currently sitting under yeah. one cent yeah <laughs> oh,
8: the old death spiral
6: the old yeah. death spiral exactly yeah. yeah so i mean there's 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 not too much not too much to say about this at the moment really I think the difference between UST and USDD is that USDD has a much smaller market cap and yeah. it seems seems to have enough collateral backing certainly yeah. more collateral relative to its market cap than UST had yeah. and the Tron DAO which is uh, which is in basically in charge of maintaining this peg has you know they have come out and said that they are committed to defending that peg right. but I that's
9: mean, what they said about UST <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. They say and they're going to release is, more capital. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <it> steady <laughs> lads, deploying more capital. It, yeah, it's I, I.
6: That that's a phrase I. I don't really want to. I see have nightmares about that phrase <laughs> every night. <laughs> that's going to be chiselled on, on exactly. few people's headstones. Yeah, yeah, it's um. So obviously, I, the the problem is that if if the Tron Dow does have to deploy more capital in order to hold this peg, then that is more sell pressure on the market of whatever asset it has yeah. backing yeah. it, and the market. You know, cell pressure is... Doesn't need point. anything else. Yeah, yeah. We've got quite enough cell <laughs> pressure. <laughs> for sure. At the moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's tough. So, so yeah. So, three hours capital, Celsius, D. Those are those are three of the big, yeah. big sort of things. Well I, I was, yeah,
9: I was just going to say, it doesn't all make you think, like... Where is my money safe at this point? Like yeah. you think, oh, well, let me just keep it in cash. Well, now you're exposed to 8.6% inflation. Yeah. Oh, well, at least the banks have 1.25%. Yeah. Well, that's if that's going to really help me. And then, oh, can I put my money in crypto? Well, it's crashing like crazy right now. And then, oh, can I put my money in stocks? Crashing like crazy right now. Yeah. Oh, I'll put it in stable coins. Well, stable coins <laughs> clearly aren't as stable, stable as we yeah. thought it's they were. Water. yeah 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 literally i think at this by land or yeah. yeah but then but then also i feel like yeah with real estate you got that potentially collapsing because i mean have you seen the rent hikes recently yeah rent hikes crazy. And they, uh people overboring for that as well yeah, so it's just so. like we we're in a stage now where it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anything at this point. Just, just, it's in a stage uh, where like, okay. where, where can I put my money where I know it's going to be... And I think we're actually in a scary time where it's like nothing seems to be 100% secure. And I think, yeah, there's only a matter of time before, you know, other stable coins collapse or, or other crypto collapse. It is scary. And it's, it's, you want to get to a point where you, you feel stable in your money. There should always be a place you can put your money where you feel like... Gold. Well, yeah, you know, then work, even then, well, return on gold is—you I mean, know, you could put it in there, to maybe to, to, uh, to hold its value. But then, inflation still, inflation. you know, wrecks you. It's
7: interesting how you know, Martin Lewis, our money-saving expert in the UK, he said at one point early this year, he said, "I have no more tools left. I, I, I can't give any other advice. Yeah. On what, what I can do? all that is left is just to see how this plays <laughs> out." And that, when I saw that, I thought, "Yeah, okay, this is going to be a." a rough um, one historical. It's going to be historical. Um, and, and we're living through that right now. And the points you have mentioned about USDD, other stable coins as well, algorithmic again. Um, again, it's going to be this bear market will weed out these issues, what we've seen in the previous bull run, and hopefully build stronger for the next one to see bitcoins go back to its all-time highs again. And uh, it's getting through those stages. It's tough. It's not yeah, fun. It's tough. The
6: whole, the whole sector is kind of undergoing surgery at the moment. Yeah, the whole world. Yeah, undergoing whole world, surgery, right. Just now. without an anesthetic. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. On that cheerful <laughs> note, <laughs> yeah. let's, there was one other thing, um, the, uh, another kind of big story in the, in the crypto industry at the moment that I want to touch on, and I'm afraid it's equally depressing, uh, is also the fact that um, because we've now entered a bear market, because you know we are looking at months, if not years, of, of negative or sideways price action, we're seeing a lot of job losses, yeah, across the crypto absolutely. sector as well, um, and I think the bit, the headline name there is obviously Coinbase, which has shed. I mean, over a thousand employees now, eighteen
9: percent of the workforce. Yeah, that's insane.
6: And was it last week? This this kind of all started bubbling up last week, didn't it? When um, when they actually rescinded job offers, job offers that they'd made. So similar to similar to our friend who started at Lehman Brothers, Mm. these these poor these poor folks had had been offered jobs with Coinbase. And then that was just snatched away. So they didn't even get to turn up for their first day.
7: Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, with 18% of its workforce, those are a thousand employees that have mortgages that have to pay rent. And now they're in a situation where potentially they can't. And so that's where you get sort of the the contagion situation. Um, And you're going to be seeing more of this. I mean, you've got others that have done
8: fairly well. Um, I mean, but again, to harp on about this, this is something else that, you know, like look at (laughs) P&O. Do you know what i mean like this there's, yeah, there's, yeah. this is happening yeah. across it's very it is the the the, the 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 you know the the job sector yeah. in in different different industries everyone is is making cuts and stuff like this it's highlighted to us and obviously cuz it's but usually Incriptor. that's what you get before a recession. Every time there's yeah. a recession before, um, there is
7: you know, the unemployment is at its uh, is it the lowest. I'm trying to think of uh, counterintuitively there. So the unemployment rate yeah, is at its lowest. So most people are in jobs. Mm. And so therefore, when you get into a recession, that is where you see the job losses uh, as well yeah. Um, yeah. and sort of the knock-on effects from that. Yeah, And then yeah. you see, what,
8: Binance hiring? <laughs> yeah. Binance is hiring. I think that, So yeah, I saw that little meme.
6: Yeah, oh. it's it's extraordinary. So um, Binance CEO, who is... Um, see uh, goes by the name CZ. You know you've made it when you're referred to by did your initials. Did we meet him
9: in Dubai? Uh, we were close to. We close? No, yeah. He was in the same club as us, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
6: I <laughs> mean funny. given the fact that he's by a long way the richest man in crypto, he probably owns that club.
9: Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah. I could have asked him for some money. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah so a, a bit of background to, to to this. Basically over the last few months, over the last year or so really, we've seen some big crypto companies <laughs> splash unbelievable amounts of cash so we had the likes I mean Coinbase Coinbase itself went public yeah. Which was yeah. that was was that September last year? I
7: feel like that was April of last year when they went. Oh, public. wow, okay, and that's where yeah. you know there's a lot of talk about oh, yeah, Coinbase is going public at the beginning of 2021. And that's when, if you look at the chart of April in 2021, it went up on like the 14th, and then afterwards it, it crashed because mm. I don't know when they went public, and people were like, okay, the hype's over now, yeah. Um, and then ever since then, now that they are public, they have to be public about what's going on internally, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, which sure. I guess it's also a good thing as well, to be fair,
3: yeah,
9: yeah. but I think it's quite. It's, you can kind of use crypto as an analogy for it because it's kind of like when we when we say, right, when there's there's uh, blood on the streets, it's the best time to buy, yeah. right? <laughs> Everyone's getting rid of companies and Binance are buying buying them cheap and low. <laughs> yeah. Cheap <alt> old <laughs> yeah. if I But no, I kind of think of it like, well, a lot of these top-tier people that are coming out of Coinbase, they're going to be able to accept lower, lower jobs because they were desperate for a job, right? Yeah. And so Binance, they're just collecting up good employees on the low.
8: Did we say what Binance are they did you, do you want to read out the meme? Oh, can yeah. Actually, read it out.
6: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, again, a bit more, co- a bit of context. So, the likes of Crypto.com, um, I mean, they, they the, 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 was it the Staples Center in Los Angeles is now the Crypto.com arena?
7: Yeah. There's like an FTX arena. There's, yeah. Um, other arenas as well. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, know.
6: <laughs> things basically, you know, paying hundreds of millions of dollars to name stadiums, uh, expensive Super Bowl ads, and all this sort of thing. Anyhow, Crypto.com has had to lay off people along with Coinbase uh, and also Gemini, which is another big uh, yeah. US-based exchange. So um, CZ, uh, CEO of Binance, put out the tweet, uh, it was not easy saying no to Super Bowl ads, stadium naming rights, large sponsor deals a few months ago, but we did. Today we are hiring for 2,000 open positions for hashtag Binance. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy.
9: But yeah, it's just, I think it's the two things about it, it's like, there's the the ethical play, right? They want to come across as like, well, everyone else is offloading, we're onloading, so they're always going to be seen as like mm. it from an ethical standpoint, the good standpoint, guys, the good it's guys a great right? PR move. Exactly. So I think on that that sense is a PR move. But then also, I think you've also got the uh, talent, m- talent, the t- talent power. for also potentially cheaper. Um, I think that's kind of the thing that gets pushed under the rug. But that's probably what is going on there as well. That they can get two thousand really high quality X ex-Coinbase, based cryptocom employees. For yeah, you know, a pennies on the dollar. And
7: then with that as well, you know, with the thousand employees, is that a thousand employees that were working already with Coinbase? Was that the where they were had the job offer? itself.
6: Yeah. So yeah. The, the initial thing from Coinbase was rescinding was rescinding offers, and yeah. now they've actually laid off laid off a thousand. Off, yeah.
7: So within that, a thousand Over employees. A you've got potential people who've seen the inner workings of a crypto exchange. Maybe they want to the create top something. One. Yeah, the top one, the top crypto exchange out there. Um, and they've seen the inner workings. They've seen how an exchange would work. You're going to be seeing other types of uh, you know, crypto companies come out of this as well, potentially. You know, with the out of those a thousand employees. Same with Airbnb, Spotify and others uh, an innate uh, you know, financial crisis you'll have other types of crypto companies come out of this uh, bear market as well mm. yeah.
6: um,
8: so it, it's definitely the new green shoots yeah,
6: yeah. yeah one definitely. one person's crisis is another person's opportunity exactly, exactly. much yeah, yeah. so yeah and I mean going back to this business of Coinbase I mean yeah uh, Coinbase I think it's 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 fair to say is is probably the most well
9: known brand. Big, the do. big yeah. dog. Yeah. You
6: know anyone anyone who doesn't really know about crypto, chances are they've heard of
9: Coinbase. Yeah. Like all people anywhere. I know that have like put like ten quid in Bitcoin, they're like, oh yeah, I should use Coinbase. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
6: It's it's and obviously it's the first you know first crypto company to go public. Yeah. And yeah, I mean this this whole this whole saga has been terrible PR. Also, I'm I mean apparently these employees who were let go just the other day, you know these these people who were all, you know, already working there, uh, they found themselves locked out of their emails and oh, their laptops goodness. and everything before actually being told wow. that they were being fired. So bad. Which yeah.
7: is—it's it's always the process, isn't it? It's always yeah. the process of how you do something, not the actual content. It's actually the process of okay, we're going to have to do some layoffs. You know, we have to tell people that they they won't have a job anymore, but actually tell them privately first rather
8: than just lock them out of there. At least it yeah, wasn't can, on a on an 800 person Zoom call oh yeah wasn't it <laughs> yeah. i forgot who that was but <laughs> yeah pno guy yeah, he was, yeah and which is well also there's i've, I've since found out there's oh, piano ferries and there's piano cruises um, and yeah. one of them is the good guys and they're great and the other the other oh, that's just so weird I can't believe <laughs>
9: that, that, I mean, it's like yeah. you know an X factor when they bring through like five contestants like you're not going forward. Yeah. it's like yeah. that. <laughs>
7: Yeah. public knowledge in that sense and so yeah th- that, that that yeah that's a shame that there was if it is done that way and it was done that way then they'd be locked out your emails and your laptops
8: before finding out that, so they, tough. Yeah, that it's always that, going to be the process unknown Vicious. yeah so I, I suppose they, they do that just to protect you know i guess You've i guess go, well i think know, it comes out
6: out back to things. what you were saying tom doesn't it i mean these are people uh, a lot of them will have yeah. a lot of very valuable information about how coinbase works and i guess part of the thinking was well if we tell them they're fired we don't want them logging on downloading all sorts of files onto a usb and And i'm sure
7: there's like an nda as well that they have to sign and maybe that nda will last for another six months so in six months time you're going to see some Interesting knowledge come out from these people that have worked within Coinbase. Not to say what well, this is what happened within Coinbase and, yeah. and expose in in that sense. No, not at all. But I think you're going to be seeing these employees who've spoken to other people and think, okay, we can create an opportunity here. As you said, you know, one person's uh, you know, bear market is another person's opportunity. Yeah. So, yeah.
6: And I think i mean the whole the way the whole coinbase thing has been kind of bubbling along for the last few weeks because last week I remember seeing uh something on Twitter which we couldn't verify at the time mm. uh, but i i it, you know this referred to some some pretty serious internal dissent at coinbase, and I think a lot of it was linked to the fact that they had just rescinded these job offers right um and you know there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of bad feeling over a number of executives there as well, and just over the direction that the company had grown and how it seemed. I, I, I think that the, the, from the from the point of view of a lot of staff uh, internally, the company seemed to have been expanding too 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 quickly and too aggressively. And funnily enough, when Brian Armstrong, the CEO, released a, in the wake of these job losses, I think it was yesterday, yeah. uh, that phrase "we grew too quickly." Yeah, I yeah. think
9: yeah. that that relates so well to the the rest of the crypto markets, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's knows. when we've seen. Yeah, everyone wants growth, but you want healthy growth. You don't want unhealthy growth. And in the first couple of bull runs we've seen, they've been such so, like so crazy. And we've seen, like you said, those blow off tops, and that's when you're gonna see those crazy corrections. Um, if you have that natural uptrend growth, like you would see on a chart, that is that's what healthy growth looks like. You see a move up, then you have a corrective move down, then a move up, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, showing natural growth. But if you see, you know shoot up shoot down shoot up shoot down that's not healthy and that's always that's awesome. until that changes for bitcoin and crypto in general we are never going to stop seeing these crazy crashes yeah. because it, it comes part and parcel if you want the crazy gains you're going to get crazy ca- um yeah. if, you, if you accept hey maybe my gains won't be cr- as crazy but i'm still going to get nice healthy growth then you don't have to weather those many storms exactly so true and and, and that is that's the major thing and i think it's why many people steer away from
7: crypto is because they see how volatile it is yeah, yeah. i mean to go from what is it? $3,000 uh, per Bitcoin in 2020, all the way up to $69,000 know, 69, yeah, yeah. 69, in November of last year. Absolutely crazy. In November or October of last year. And to go, and go from there all the way down to around 20000 haven't checked what the price is right now, but I'm sure it's around sort of that area. Expecting a bit of a dip below there as well. So, yeah, it, it's very volatile at the moment. And I think with this regulation, eventually we'll see. It might kill some of the volatility going forward. But... Uh, yeah it's it's just so exciting and interesting uh, and i do look forward to seeing what how this will how the cryptocurrency will develop and play out over the next two to three years it's, yeah. yeah
6: it's, it's going to be so cool. it's going to be a fascinating journey it's it's just a shame at the moment that we that we have to go through phases like this when there's when there's so much you yeah. Know, yeah. genuine pain i
9: feel around. so bad for the people that literally got in at highs because yeah. like at least for us we've been holding since. 2017, yeah. so you know it's still all, all good. um We've just been holding a long time, yeah. but for the people that were like, you know, getting all in with but FOMOing in at 68,000,
8: hopefully it's just what they could afford to lose because then it's exactly just, that's what we yeah. always say on, on the channel, just right? We're always saying, you know, you could have kind of just like, you know put it savings aside you're not really touching it don't even look at it yeah i've not for my Mt. gox account for ages so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you you
7: set and forget you don't overborrow you don't overleverage and don't overexpose yourself to yeah. to crypto or to any asset you know diversify that's a really yeah.
9: key that's thing. why i'm i am an advocate for for trading because i feel like it's something you can do if you have that like active, person, like for me, I've always got to be doing something, right? So I always feel like I need to be involved in the market in some way, yeah. and to stop me buying at highs and to stop me doing that, I can I can trade, and, and I can say, like, I've invested for the long term here, put it aside, and then I'm gonna trade the inter, inter uh, moves, and then I'm not, you know, tied to, to capital yeah. that, that way. Um, and I think that's really, really important to, like, protect yourself from over-trading. Over-trading and over-investing is yeah. the biggest killer of profits ever, um, so I think, that's something definitely important to note, for sure. Yeah, for not sure. financial advice. Yeah, never no, financial, financial, financial advice. None of what you've just heard
6: is financial ever. advice. Yeah. It's Even um, it was no, it's quite sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. It's and again, you know, when you talk about Celsius, you know, this was a trusted platform and stuff, but you shouldn't, you know, Diverse you shouldn't mind. assume that anything is ever is ever a, a sure thing, you know. And yeah. so it's 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 fine to you know to to put some money somewhere to try and earn interest on it but yeah. your whole yep. your whole lot Absolutely not. It's
9: why you have like super super rich people. They'll have nine banks that they have. Yeah, They don't have one bank account with 10 billion, in it. Yeah. <laughs> They've got the, you know diversified. No, there is no so, uh, massive same thing with massive, massive cards. pile of Yeah. <laughs> gold. yeah, yeah. Exactly. With loads
6: of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Diversify. diversify your credit. Yeah. Diversify, diversify your debt. Oh yeah. dear. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 mad Mike the financial genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, and just I mean coming back to this this business of Coinbase and stuff because You know, we saw we knew this bear market was coming. We Mm. didn't know the the, the, we I I say we as an industry, we knew this bear market was coming. We didn't know exactly when and we didn't know how how hard or how long it would be. But we knew it was coming. And I think this begs the question of, you know, and I think this was something raised by those disgruntled Coinbase employees as well. Mm. It's like, why did they hire? So far, why did why did they grow so quickly in in Brian Armstrong's words when they knew that this sort of situation w- was was on the horizon? yeah, I, th- I
7: think that's uh, coupled with that. you have also the the wider um perspective of what's happening with the world at the moment. and I think you know, within crypto, we we know, yeah, the bear market's is going to come. So, you know, why didn't why wasn't that sort of taken into account? Maybe they did take into account, but not to a certain extent. Um, but you have other companies out there, many uh, micro companies that are not, let's say, within crypto, uh, but in sort of uh, the tech space or. Other spaces as well that have seen the growth over the past 10 years of the stock market and thought yeah we can hire because this is going to continue it's going to be okay and i think this is not just a coinbase issue it's a it's a worldwide issue of people over hiring yeah and you're going to be seeing what's happening yeah, with yeah major repercussions yeah major repercussions from that so i think this is also going to be another lesson going forward for exchanges out there crypto companies out there that you have to prepare for the bear market and you have to prepare for the worst yeah um you know, going forward because that that is how that's unfortunately just how the economy works. It's a boom and bust economy.
6: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we are seeing we are seeing job losses in in the kind of wider tech sector as well, isn't it? I yeah. think Tesla's just cut a lot of people on spotify yeah. as well I tesla
7: mean. yeah uh, with tesla they got competition from v- from vw now another german manufacturer so yeah. there's also that and i realize this podcast is fairly sort of uh you know sort of doom and gloom but we are going to offer some <laughs> we offer some uh, hopium at the end so yeah uh, i love, well. yeah, love a bit of hopium yeah i love a bit of hopium well
6: before we before we inject some hopium yeah. shall we take another quick break and step outside the sauna <laughs> 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 all right awesome. we'll be back in just a moment <laughs>
4: Start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily.
2: To die for is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math and Magic: Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest
5: love the connection to people i think at the core what i get excited about what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them hear back from them
4: know that i'm part of the routine and i look forward to getting on the air i look forward to it in these exciting times we're looking to the math the strategy and analytics and the magic the creative spark more than ever Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Welcome back, everyone, to part three. So we have we've talked about some of the crypto specific factors uh, that have been influencing prices over the last few days and yeah, why we're seeing all this blood in the streets, as Warren Buffett would say. So I just want to finish off this episode by talking a little bit. Firstly, I think the big worry here is contagion, mm. right? Yeah. The, the the fact that you know this idea of are more dominoes going to fall?
7: Yeah, I think I think we talked about it a bit earlier in the podcast saying that there's going to be some uh, potentially some other occasions as, as I mentioned occasions, is occasions. in such an interesting ways. Yeah, <laughs> um, where you're going to see more figures like Duquan and and stuff like that to weed out the weak and and to get away from the shit that we've seen over the past um, you know for the few years. Um, and I think that the famous phrase of I think it's going to get worse before it's going to get better. Um, And, you know, people are going to show their mistakes that they've made, Um, but we will build from this. Um, So, you know, in terms of the contagion within the crypto space, I I think we've certainly seen um, we're getting towards the end of the contagion. There could be a bit more happening potentially, but it is is also a, a wider uh, situation with the world at the moment, with the, the war that's going on in Ukraine, with supply chain as well. The supply chain is a massive issue at the moment that's yeah. affecting um, how people do their logistics with, with companies as well. So, and then also with um, in inflation and interest rates and uh, layoffs and a pandemic. And it's like, you know, you add all these things together, um, you know, it, it's, that's, I think we've kind of got already gone through a bit of a contagion, but we're we're sort of now seeing, just we're starting to see a bit of the light, but again, bit uh yeah. a bit worse before it gets a bit better
1: yeah,
9: yeah i think um it's gonna be interesting i ho- when bitcoin starts recovering crypto starts recovering i hope we remember what this was like because i feel like humans yeah. in general have the shortest term memory when it comes to big events right everyone is kind of treated as if covid never happened now yeah. um people treat like they, 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 they like you said you know recessions happen all the time but people just forget and they, they don't think they do um and then you've got so many things that people will just Neglect or uh, won't want to remember, so they, they won't. But we can't learn from the mistakes. So I feel like it's so important this time around, because every I've been, we've been through well, how many Bitcoin crashes I don't even know. But yeah, every time we always hear people say, "We're gonna we're gonna weed out the, the shit coins. We're gonna weed out the weak." We're gonna, but then every time we go back up, you see them all come back. Yeah. And you see people buying into them. You see people buying Bitcoin at highs. Like yeah. it, it, we need to learn and actually remember. I think you're luck. forgetting
8: about stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like that like yeah they're they are recession proof as well so like you know they're, they're always going to get these people who are just you know they they're not really thinking they're just acting off off of emotional instinct or just yeah you know greed or or you know your fomo of missing out and stuff, yeah, but. yeah but i just i
9: just hope we we don't see the resurgence of like 10 more algorithmic stable coins or this that <laughs> and the other uh, you know i think we need to or we start seeing these companies actually taking less risk or like taking yeah, if they're using other people's money especially and uh i just hope that that's the only way in my eyes we can go forward from it in a healthy way definitely otherwise yeah. we're just gonna see a repeat again in another two yeah. four years of work and, and i
7: think we are if we extrapolated out over the, uh, the history of crypto um you've had the mount gots uh events that's now has caused a lot of the exchanges to find ways to protect their capital uh, and find ways and so that's that's a really good thing, I and mean, then also with the BitConnect crisis in 2017, and then also BitConnect two, we don't really see potentially you know that that type of overly, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how the best way to explain a BitConnect is, well, is. Yeah, is, is, is just Pons- is, it's just the but way. It's just the, yeah. the memes, the memes that came from them. Oh, that. Was you know, funny. the, the guys like BitConnect. You know, <laughs> what's so awesome? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> have we seen something like that this time around to that extent? I haven't seen that. Um, we're seeing some uh, CEOs and heads of, of uh, crypto companies that are yeah. similar in that way. But um, every single time we do go through a, a, a sort of a bear market, we have weeded out the weak. But it is unfortunate how we still see the meme coins, the shit coins, and, and, and such as that way, where it is just, it's crazy. And you think, have Yeah,
9: reality we? that needs to change as well. It's yeah. like, you've got to come into crypto treating it like another asset class. You've got to think, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Because yeah. if it is, it would also be a get-poor-quick scheme. Um, very true. And I think it's just very much like, you've got to expect that healthy growth. You want that healthy growth. You want to see nice- stable gains you don't like as much as it pains me to say you don't want to see win- because <laughs> I know <you're> gonna, <laughs> yeah but no, you don't want to see that because then like, you're going to see back. minus 100x. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, whilst it's nice in the short term, you're going to then get the people that come in at the top, and then they're always going to get trapped. So yeah, obviously it's inevitable. People buying at the top is always going to happen, but you people just need to remember that invest in good projects. You know, actually look at what projects doing, like you would with a stock. Look what's their earnings like. You know, are these actually making money as a company? Uh, are they doing something that actually solves a real world problem? Has a good use case? if it does then it's probably going to do quite well Um, but unfortunately we're still in the era of like oh it has doge in the name so I'm going to put 10 million into it like yeah it's not yeah
6: it's I mean a bear market is is the ideal time to do that sort of work isn't it To, to to research fundamentals to research use case to you know take time to to drill down into a project because as i've said before i mean i think fomo is one of the most powerful forces out there especially with especially with retail traders and mm-hmm. i mean one of the good things about a bear market is that there isn't much fomo flying around the hype yeah. is the hype has died right down and for those who are you know for those who have the patience i guess i think there is still
8: fomo just in selling instead yes <laughs> <laughs> but also it's kind of like it's 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 the, it's the fear of missing out at the bottom Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of slightly different. Like it's kind of this people sharking around. Is it dead yet? <laughs> like, like then I'll cut, they'll swoop in. Yeah. Like because you know you, you, we were talking about what is this magic bottom price? Yeah. Which if you do want DM me, you know, yeah, two ninety nine. Well, just
6: as I mean, you know, it's impossible to time the bottom, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think that's an important thing for for people listening, especially people new to crypto, listening to remember. You know, if you are looking to if you are looking to buy in at some point, timing the bottom is almost impossible. Yeah, there's no point in trying. Yeah, you no, guys, no, no, you no, guys no, no point traders, in trying. I would just,
9: yeah. Yeah. I would literally, as as a trader, I was, I would always do this. You know, if you if you have a point of interest, right? This is the, the area or the zone you think price will come into. So let's say in my head, I'm thinking, okay, Bitcoin might have a chance of reversing based on my technicals at 16k. Let's say, then I'm gonna I'm gonna mark out that zone, but I'm not gonna just buy from that zone blindly. I'm gonna wait for confirmation that confirms my thesis so if I think 16k and then I see bullish price action that breaks structure on that uh, time frame whatever Mm. then I'm like okay now there's actually a a motive for me to get into this trade just like how currently with the Bitcoin chart nothing will say bullish until we can first break like 23k and then break 32.6 I think is like the level which is the lower high before going down on the downtrend which you know from a technical standpoint is when we enter an uptrend we have to take out the previous high of the downtrend that's it's generally how it works so uh, all I heard was buy at sixteen k. <laughs> 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 that's there. That's all I want. I don't want a clip of that. <laughs> um, yeah. Furiously scribbling on your note. Okay. Okay.
7: But it's super important, yeah. isn't it, to not just sort of go one hundred percent in at a certain
9: level. Yeah. Dollar cost averaging is so powerful. People yeah. underestimate. People think, no, I have to put all my money in at the exact bottom. Otherwise, uh, it's uh, awful. But yeah. there's nothing wrong with buying a hundred dollars at the top if you're buying a hundred dollars below and then below and then below. Because below. on the flip side to that is that you're accumulating
7: Bitcoin over a longer period of time um and so there's um a website i think it's called like a dca btc or btc dca and you can type in how much you want to put in per week per month um and then you can see how much bitcoin you can get over a longer period of time oh, okay. and also you can see your profits or loss over that period of time, um, and it is a powerful way of, of getting it. And again, not financial advice, but it's a powerful way of getting into um, the markets, into crypto markets. If you're a, a first timer, if you're, you know, even a seasoned investor, uh, just get, you know, dipping your toe into crypto because you can also see what it does for you as well. Yeah. And and it's also as as Tim Cook uh, said last year um he said uh, i have some bitcoin now some ethereum it's just a part it's a part of my um portfolio yeah personal portfolio and and, and part of it yeah. portfolio
9: as well i was gonna yeah. say don't don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure i, I read a study which said that the dollar cost averaging like will like 90 of the time be out lump sum investing like because obviously the the 1% to 10%, you actually get the timing right. Obviously, that will do better. But for the most part, yeah. dollar cost averaging will always win out because you get that average price. So I think that's super important. I think there's nothing wrong with lump sum investing, but if you're going to do that, I would do have like multiple lump sums to yeah. put in at, points of interest on the way down, which I guess is still a lot of cost averaging, but in larger chunks. Yeah. Um, or just do an equal amount uh, over the time frame, like a month or, or a week or whatever. Um, I think that's the best for accumulating, especially as it, like you said, a new, new person into the space. Um, and if you've, let's say you've gone and you've bought at the top and now you're like holding the bag, and you're like, what do I do? Well, if you have the extra capital you can afford to lose, then that's where you dollar cost average down to make sure you've got that better price That so when the price comes back up, you don't have to wait for it to hit the all time yeah. high. And you average back in profit. Because imagine, because yeah. with that, lot, if you don't DCA, you're gonna wait until you get back into profit and you're gonna sell instantly probably for a $2 profit because mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, I just wanna get I'll get out of this position. Uh, whereas if you've DCA'd, by the time you get to there, you'll be like, Okay, well I've actually made good profit. Yeah,
7: yeah, definitely. And that, that's that's something that we um, like to talk about on Crypto Busy as well, sort of the trading levels to look for and then also the fundamentals that go with that as well. So seeing how the world is affecting crypto and then also looking into the t- into the charts and diving in and then also what we're doing is you know, looking into yeah. the
9: DCA as and well. And I think the biggest thing like I would say is don't trade the news. Uh yeah, Tom do no. you want to tell your, your story about when we got into Forex trade? Yeah, I think it was to do with um I think it was to do with Brexit.
7: Back in when yeah. back in Brexit days,
8: um, do you remember that that was the biggest problem we had?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
7: um, and it was to do with uh, like a Brexit bill passing through the Commons or something like that. And um, I traded that, and I like lost ninety percent of the, of the wow. portfolio yeah. at that time. In
9: forex, it's kind of like a yeah. a thing where you just don't trade. You don't yeah. trade the news. That's you, a big you, you actively go on like websites that tell you when the news stories are coming, and you don't trade those sessions. Yeah. But I remember you being like, "Oh yeah, that probably means the price is going to go up." But with the, with the um, forex and markets in general, and maybe we will get onto this in a minute. But like manipulation is so present in every market and especially in the forex market you have the banks that can push the price up and down. So there will they will push the price down, and everyone will think, "Oh, well, you know, this Brexit thing came out, so the price is going to go down." So you would sell, and then they're like, "Actually, you're now going to take everyone's yeah. stop losses out and gain liquidity on the way out."
7: That's what it was. That was one of the early lessons I've learned. It's like you know, don't trade the news itself yeah, because it's sort of the buy buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah, yeah. that's the type idea. Yeah.
6: Sometimes, I mean, sometimes people can tell you these things time and time again till they're blue in the face, can't they? Don't trade the news. Don't yeah. trade the news. But really, it only sinks in when once you, you trade lose the news. money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you lose yeah. Money. yeah. exactly. 100%. So. Okay, let, let's let's round this all up then, because I want to I, w- I want to finish by by seeing how you guys are you know approaching these these next few months or years or however long it is. But yeah, I think as I said at the at the beginning of this section, contagion in the in the wider crypto market is is a worry at the moment. I think we are going to see we're definitely going to see more volatility. I think prices can certainly go lower from here. We are going to see forced liquidations, aren't we? We are going to see yeah. companies like Celsius and Three Arrows Capital being forced to unload unload their assets yes uh, Often, you know in in some cases it may have to be a fire sale so they may have to take lower prices for those assets than they're actually worth yeah. in order just to just to get some liquidity um we're also going to be seeing uh, these leveraged positions liquidated as we always do when yeah. when the price crashes it always crashes a little bit more because some people were over leveraged yeah. um as I will say to people, I don't know if you guys are trade with leverage at all. I I completely avoid it because it's. I find it just you know it's. I find it one the easiest way to lose money, but yeah. um, you know if, if it, leverage trading is for the profession. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah.
9: I'd say yeah. for us, it's like I, I personally do, but that's just because if you know what you're doing, you have experience, and then it's, it's not then it's not gambling. But yeah. obviously, if you just throw money with 10x leverage, that is gambling. So yeah. I would always say, like, unless you have experience trading, then don't even touch leverage until you know what you're doing.
7: And we and we factor that in with you know the, the invest how much you're willing to lose. Um, so yeah. um, it goes past and past. I love that, but again, yeah, for professional trainers itself, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, these next few months or years is going to be very interesting to see what's going to come uh, out of it, um, and also you know the volatility to come through it as well. Um, what we're going to be doing at Crypto Busy is just hunker down, work, as hard as we can through this bear market to see what's going to happen with the bear with the bull run um and just we, you know we're going to be here providing the news and analysis and everything yeah. else i to say
9: from from a business standpoint what we're doing yeah. you know we've actually hired a, f- a few people yeah. um so we're, we're going to be working harder and then hopefully then when the bull run does come around that's when yeah. we can properly provide more more content for everyone and uh, well, like you're
6: the binance uh, exactly we're, <laughs> yes. we're hiring two thousand people <laughs> right now
9: But no, um yeah. but no i think it's really important to, to yeah, put in the work when you have the bear market because that's when the eyes aren't necessarily on you and then when eyes come on you you're a well-oiled machine so exactly yeah so i think there's that and then in terms of a financial point of view i mean you can speak for yourself obviously yeah. but i uh, i'm just dollar cost averaging any positions that i got in too high i mean for the most part luckily i'm still holding a lot of my 2017 positions so i'm still okay um but yeah dollar cost averaging still kind of practicing what i preach there and then in terms of uh just holding i think like that's the best thing you can do if you are down like you just have to kind of suck it up and take it if
6: in doubt do nothing
9: exactly
7: and that's that's only if you know you're investing how much you are willing to lose um so what i'm doing right now against dca just dollar cost averaging in um and then on top of that uh, i have some positions from 2017 still i mean you know one of my positions is in xrp and that hasn't reached a new all-time high um, because of the Ripple SEC lawsuit mm-hmm. Excellent. so we'll see what happens with that um, but uh, yeah it, so it things come
6: up. and things go don't they, they the Ripple do. versus the SEC lawsuit is, yeah. is with us forever yeah it, it looks like it's, it's gonna be changed. with us for a very long time yeah
7: um, but again there's some good news coming out of that fairly recently but yeah over and over, above everything else is just yeah DCA and just um, always just the, the main thing really is just um, always invest how much you're willing to lose and don't overinvest, diversify
6: yeah. Awesome. For sure. Awesome. So I want to finish up just very quickly. I want to ask all three of you um, because I think I'm going to get three very different answers here. Oh, God. Um especially last. For, especially <laughs> from <longer>. you. <laughs> so when you, at times like this, when you, when you have a look at your portfolio, you have a look at the charts and you see just red, just mm. blood everywhere. What's your, what's your coping strategy? How do you, how do you deal with that?
0: Tom uh, but I, I go
7: uh, running uh, I like running um, it's good to sort of it's like a sort of meditation thing and I just you know just go for a run and it just sort of you're by yourself and uh, you get away from the charts you get away from everything else and um, yeah that, that's that's what like a coping mechanism apart from that um, it's just sort of uh, not running just sort of having a long-term perspective yeah uh, when it comes to crypto so um, yeah just understanding that's this too shall pass and um, there'll be good times in the future as well that's that's the way that I cope
6: Okay, yeah no. okay, uh, Josh, what about you? yeah for me it's
9: usually crying every night uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I I just say the same thing you kind of said with the longer term perspective I, I tweeted out the other day I said you've got to remember crypto the crypto market isn't like your whole life there, there's a life outside of crypto, and even if all your life savings are, in it, there is still more to life than the market and I said you know it's very important you don't let. Uh, crypto or the market fluctuations affect your health and your mental health. I think that's so yeah. important. So I think, yeah, whether it's going for a run, whether it's going to the gym or whether it's seeing friends, like something that's going to take your mind off it. Um, I personally have just said to myself I'm not even going to look at my bit screen until we're over 30k Bitcoin again because what? why would I just cry? like <laughs> There's yeah. no there's no point. Yeah, um, why bring that? Exactly, because even if I see a plus 2% I'm not going to be happy because I'm down so much. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, th- th- there's really no point in that to me. So I, I've just set up a, a price point in my head where once bitcoin hits above that that's when i'll check my portfolio again Uh, i think that's just the best way to do it in my eyes
6: wise words mike
8: um i'm not gonna lie you you do look at it and it does affect your mood Mm -hmm. um but like you've never like you you have to live your life as a simpleton you know what i mean like if you've never seen you know people who are so so stupid are generally very very happy so like, just be stupid. Yeah, Tom's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if you, don't, if you don't, if you don't let it, if you just, if just ignorance it, is bliss yeah. is what I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, ignorance is yeah. yeah, what is boiled down to. Like you can look at it, it's going yeah. to like, you it, it's gonna depress you. It will affect. So just, just try and yeah. remove yourself from it. Bottle it up and then unload it on a loved one. <laughs> That's healthy. <laughs> Make
9: it someone else's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, okay. Well, what about you, guy? What do you do? Uh, yeah. Well,
6: I mean, this this just highlights the difference in age, doesn't it? But uh, I either go for a walk. I think running's a little <laughs> a little bit beyond me now. Or I uh, yeah, I go out into the garden and just sort of pointlessly. Garden yeah, for a bit, yeah. you know, move move pots around, get away from the water. Yeah, I think potter about. I, I think yeah, <laughs> potter about. Exactly. I think uh, there's there's no substitute for you know for fresh air and, and and just the real world. I think because we live so much of our lives through a screen, yeah. and when, especially when you're in crypto, you know, the, the screen that the, the digital realm just dominates your life. Yeah. And I think it's really important just to sometimes get in touch with the real physical, yeah. green, dirty fresh air world out there and yeah yeah, yeah, step away yeah definitely well guys this has been great thank you so much for for joining us thank you for sharing that with us thank thank you for for, thank you for being our first guests on the coin bureau podcast yeah i hope you'll i hope you'll be able to join us again hopefully yeah yeah yeah. i loved it it was great it was nice i mean it was nice just not the two of us wasn't it i think that's saying you're you're, you're projecting a lot Well, guys, this has been great. Thank you for listening, everyone. It's tough times out there in the market at the moment. But as Josh and Tom have said, these times will pass. This is an important period that we're living through now. And crucially, it will come to an end. So thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to the Coin Bureau podcast. If you'd like to learn more about cryptocurrency, you can visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Coin Bureau. You can also go to CoinBureau.com for loads more information about all things crypto. You can follow me on Twitter at CoinBureau,
8: all one word. And I'm also active on TikTok and Instagram as well. Uh, First of all, it's not thank you for listening. You're welcome for great content. Yeah, like this is free. And they're learning about a fairly great topic in a non-boring way. If you'd like to visit me and hear more about me, go to Moochabout, M-O-O-C-H-A-B-O-U-T, or else.
6: For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Coin Bureau podcast is a production of iHeartRadio.
5: and I look forward to getting on the air.
4: I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless.